Welcome to episode 38 of Sports Banter with Mr. Peanut. And of course, the polar bear. Good lord. Who's getting his uh, Siri on alert. Yeah, I don't, or we don't want off. that to happen again. But look, <laughs> I have pressing matters to discuss. <laughs> I don't want to waste any time at all. We're jumping into the NFL and most notably the Bears Steelers Monday night football game. Give me a little digestion of how you went through it, because obviously my experience was a lot. A lot. Let's just put it that way. I mean, a lot. well, let's let's uh, <laughs> dive into it. I'll be honest. I didn't catch it until like halfway through the second, because I was at work. So let's Watching just... most of this shit happened. Anyway. Exactly. I, you know, <laughs> it's almost like, you know, the just, I went in at the right time. Let's put it that way. And you had texted me, I, I believe... Uh, <laughs> Right as I was leaving work, I think you texted me and said something along the lines of, it's funny to watch the Bears or something along those lines. It was, it's hard to watch the the Bears as a Bears fan. It's very hard to watch this team. Yeah, so, you know, just from my uh, personal opinion of the whole game is, I mean, Najee Harris and uh, whatever the Steelers' tight end is, and uh, Chase Young, not Chase Young, uh, oh, who's the Steelers wide receiver? Uh, doesn't matter. They're the whole offense yeah. for them, you know, which is three good guys. And then you got Ben, who just is a shell, a, a fucking a rock that's trying to move through <laughs> shit. I mean, it's horrible. Um, but, you know, I loved how the Bears responded. I think there was that one I drive, well. uh, I think it was before halftime, where they just went down and drove it down Steelers' throat. Yeah. Which, you know what, in my mind was like, all right, that's a glimmer of, and to me, a glimmer of what uh, Justin Fields has to offer to, you know, the Bears, which is exceptional. Um, you know, and then as we progress, the Bears just kind of started chipping away. Their defense, for some reason, just started popping off, which is mm-hmm. great. Uh, All right, let me rewind. And there we go. I'm, <laughs> don't worry, I'm just going over what my... I'm waiting for... Don't worry, that whole time I'm right. talking, I'm like, oh, fuck, we got the biggest Bears fan I know. <laughs> just chomping uh, at the yeah. bit over here. So, the I mean, the experience is, you know, the whole week I'm going Steelers in Pittsburgh. It's going to be an L, and I'm going to have to sit through it, and that's just... This is what the season's going to be. You got to sit through the shit and just be a fan while they're shitty, because that's a real fans joke. Yeah. So, the... Game starts out, of course, of course. I don't know who won the toss, but every time the Bears win the toss, we choose to receive. I have no idea why, because we never score on the first drive. Never even get a first down on the first drive. Just accept it. You you got to kind of accept it at this point. (laughs) It drives me insane that we just give up that opportunity to get the ball in the second half every time, and we don't get any points. So that's one part. (laughs) God damn it. Okay, next. Right. (laughs) So then we get the ball and, you know, three and out immediately. And I go, okay, classic start, like brutal. No, it was like third and five. We throw a three-yard pass. Just has Nagy's stamp of approval written all over it. Let's not throw picks. Let's not go for it. Let's just kind of be out here and play football but not do anything. I don't like him. Just Sorry to interrupt. I don't like him as a coach. Just his mannerisms I, as a coach. I would look at him over the side and be like, yeah, I don't want to deal with this guy. Just yeah, shut the fuck I'm, up. It's, and so, anyway, we don't do anything, and the Steelers come right down, and penalties galore, which we'll get into, by the way. Yeah, we took on... It, it, oh, God. 
Wow, yeah. what was that? That was a hesitation in the moment of like, we're getting ahead of topics. Be deductive, Rick. Be deductive. <laughs> so, <laughs> the Steelers go down, they score. I mean, I'm already like, all right, so we're going to lose like 40 to 3. Like, that's how we're going to do this? Mm-hmm. Fine. I'll be here. Do it to me. I'll sit right here and take it. But to your point, uh, the Bears eventually got the ball back. It was 14 three I believe and yeah. the yes. Justin Fields started making passes and I'm going hey okay this is like someone offense there's a deep ball to Goodwin or Godwin whoever who never gets the ball mm-hmm. speed steer there's like a 50 yard pass downfield I'm going we're throwing the ball downfield what the hell is going on here and uh so that Mind drive you, Justin Fields is getting fucked up in the back yeah I'll get to that <laughs> oh it was infuriating so then we get down to the red zone and Fields makes an incredible scramble throw sidearm to the end zone Jimmy Graham touchdown I'm going okay hey we're in this shit great offensive drive whoop whoop flag flag of course so I'm going oh my god of course and I could see it on Justin Fields face too he's going of course yeah are you kidding me can we just get a touchdown that's a touchdown nothing wrong they call a block below the waist and basically that just didn't happen. That was not, this didn't occur, but the foul exists. So we go all the way back. Now it's, you know, second and goal from the 20. You already know how this is going to go. They just play prevent at the goal line. And basically it's like, we're either going to throw a pick or luck, maybe we'll get a field goal. So we got that touchdown taken away though from a phantom block below the waist. The officiating in this game was atrocious, disgusting. It was so, and bad. I hate, and I've said this before. Like I don't like attributing games to oh the ref did this and the ref did that. I hate that, but that game was so ridiculous, and we'll get into the real main reason that it was ridiculous. But throughout the whole game, I mean, there were flags left and right, and it, it was it was well, too, it was all in the Bears too, but, all of it. But to to that point. I mean, I was sitting there watching it with uh, a couple of people, and I look over and I go, have we even gone, like, two minutes without oh, eight yeah. penalties? I mean, holy shit. Every fucking play. And, then, and it's stuff, like I said, with the blo- the block below the waist, I mean, that's not even there. So they're just throwing flags to throw flags, essentially. It's like, yeah. if you see holding and it's holding, call holding. But don't be looking for, oh, here we go, third down, oh, it was close, throw it. And that's what I feel like the they took a touch on off the board for the Bears. But fast forwarding throughout through the you know minutia of flags, minutia of the game. You know the Bears. It was very ex- exciting second half. They're going back and forth. The Bears are definitely in the game. They got a special teams touchdown to make up for that touchdown that was taken away. Football gods, I think so. But the Bears are right back in it, and with three forty left in the fourth. Third and eight. A lot happened. A lot happened. Smute it. So, here we go. Roethlisberger somehow gets out of there and now he's taken down. Yep, and there's the kick. Cassius Marsh just elevated today for tonight's game. So right now I'm going like, I'm clapping my hands, I'm standing up, I'm excited. Chicago just plays two men. Just watch how they lock up across. And then they go to the replay. Everybody playing great man coverage. Safety's over the top. This is a coverage sack. 
Just watch how they lock up across the board. There's nowhere for Ben to go with this football. Nowhere. At the conclusion of the play. And fucking Tony Carrente. Defense number 59. Oh. I. Oh my god. Oh my god. So, just well, just let's listen to the announcers too, though. Here. Yeah, fucking wow is right. I mean, so the whole thing of how that came to be, so the sack happens, it's fourth down going, we're getting the ball back, we're playing well, we got all the momentum, I'm sitting right here, and they're showing the replay, and then he gets on the, like, they didn't show that there was a flag on the screen, so all you can see is the replay, and I hear the official's voice, and I'm just going, you have to be kidding. You absolutely you have be to be kidding. You gotta be fucking kidding me. And it was almost like intuition, like, I knew what was gonna come. And not that I saw that on the play, because that was not taunting at all. But I just hear him say taunting. I'm, I I literally blacked out, I think. Because I've never been so... Just passed out. Angry, <laughs> so quick. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh, I just couldn't believe. At that stage in the game, it's going to be 4th and 16. Guy makes an unbelievable play. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's game-changing. We're going to get the ball back, get a chance to win. And the ref comes in to, like, save the day and, you know, whatever it is the NFL is trying to do. But they call taunting to give the Steelers a first down. And all, virtually, like, that could have been the end of the game. I, I completely agree. I'll be honest. I had the same um, experience as you did. I, I saw, like, I saw the kick. And I'll be honest, I wasn't really, I, I, I'm, I may have been disoriented. I don't know what, what was going on. But when he was looking at the sideline, I initially thought he was looking at his own sideline. Yeah. I was like, Same. all right, he's looking at his boys. Like, yo, look at what I fucking did. Like, I just, I essentially just turned the game on its head. Mm-hmm. Right. And and then when I heard the taunting, like, same situation that you did, I go, they threw a flag because he did a kick? It's like, the most insane. I was just insane I was, thing. I was distraught at the fact of like what's happening right now. This exactly because why you just changed the complete context of that game by making that call instead yeah. of the sack, which is the actual play on the field being like dictating the next steps of the game. And the other worst part is the punt he took team, the game into his hands. Yeah, the point. punt team for the Steelers is on the field. Punt return team for the Bears is already on the field. Like, we're already moved on. And then you're going to throw a fucking penalty to, you know, it, it puts the Steelers, first of all, 15 yards ahead, automatic first down, and they were up three at the time. It basically got them another field goal. Yeah, and, and of course, everyone's seen, you know, if, if you're a sports fan, you've seen it progress throughout the day of what's going on, but... As you watch the video of Marsh fall, you know, coming off the field, he mm. bumps into the ref, and he well, the ref bumps into him. Well, no, uh, right, whatever it may be, how whoever you know, tomato tomato at this point. But what what kills me and what you said is the play on the field was the sack, and the flag didn't come until Marsh got close or touched the ref. 
It, there was no flag. That was in my mind, and as it's a sports so fan, late. it's so late. And that's what I'm. Tra- that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Is as a sports fan, the field play made the decision of the game, and the ref took it in his hands to say, you know what? Yeah, I, I don't uh, like that. I don't like that, and I've got all the fucking power right. in the world. I'm gonna throw a flag, and I am going to now make a call that I know is. It just totally yeah. asinine, and and just say you know what, no one's gonna question me on this flag because if I just call it taunting, who gives a fuck? Yeah, like and then come it's like, on, oh. man. And you know, I heard people talking today of oh well, you know, there's emphasis on taunting this year. Look, football is a game of high emotion. There was and we've no, talked about this, there was man, no bigger emotional victory than that sack right Dude. there. Dude, and if. I don't know what the NFL wants the fans to see, but I don't, don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't want to see taunting dictate a win or a loss for a team. If the Bears come, you know, if the Bears lose on their own, if Justin Fields throws a pick when they get the ball back, then so be it. But that's what I want to see. I don't want to see Tony Carrente going, hey, I don't like how he threw a kick or how he looked at the sideline. So now I'm going to give the Steelers a fresh set of downs with like two minutes left what also in my mind like as a fan it was absurd as a fan what is and i'm in quote unquote what is taunting hurting for us as fans how is that how is that harming us what the fuck right. is it doing? No, exactly. It should. Yes. And it wasn't. It, go it, ahead. Look, there are We're le- both getting heated there on There are this. levels to taunting for sure. And it could get too far. But for what Cassius Marsh did of just standing there and doing the kick or whatever, that is, that's nothing. If he no, threw, was, no, he, he didn't target anybody. If he threw the flag on like the kick, I would have be a little bit more like, well, you know, like taunting, guess, they're being yeah. a little... No, I no, think I'm not... still be bullshit. No. I am complete <laughs> agreeance. It's fucking bullshit. But the way the flag was thrown is what you and I have an issue yeah. with. If he threw it on the kick, you and I both would have said, like, fuck. Like, he did a kick. Like, okay, that's egregious, quote, unquote. I'm not saying... I, I'm Do whatever the fuck you want. But it's the timing of when he threw it. He threw it after Cassius bumped him. I mean, come on, man. That's so fucked. But again, this... Dude, in my mind, I'm going like, how... And we've talked about this before, is... How how is taunting harming me as a fan? I feel like the NFL has shifted from... You know, when we... No one knew what a catch was. Like, that whole discrepancy of what is a catch, the Des Bryant play. I feel like that's what taunting is now. And it just is... It's getting too confusing. It's depending on what the ref dictates as taunting. And in this situation, you got... And he even said it today. He goes, well, the way he stared at the sideline, I I felt that he was doing it in a taunting way. It's like, who are you to dictate what's... If he went like, you know, S my D, then he's going... If he's (laughs) doing something egregious, then yeah. But if he's just standing there, then who are you to like, oh, that's taunting. But, you know, if a guy's... Acting like he's hitting a home run after a sack, then that's not. What the fuck's the difference? There's no difference at all. And not only that, but the other t- the block below the waist and the way they were refereeing Justin Fields compared to Ben Roethlisberger was unbelievable. Yeah, I Roethlisberger agree. got bumped by a guy in the Bears. 15-yard penalty, you know, classic roughing the passer bullshit. 
Justin Fields throws a pass, gets hit. Literally two seconds later, play on. So, you can't, like, the thing that bothers me about refs, too, is that they'll make all these calls and just be like, oh, yeah, like, that's how it should have been. And they'll take no accountability for the discrepancy in the game that everybody can see when you're not in it. But I guess as a fan, well, one, I agree with you. Like, there was the... There was one of the plays, you know, I don't know what quarter it was in, where Justin Fields turned into a runner, and he was essentially being wrapped up and pulled down, and someone came in and yeah. fucked him up. Like, oh, any other yeah, ref, any other ref, yeah, that's just one example. Any other ref in the NFL probably would have said, like, unnecessary roughness or roughing the passer. But, but, I, but I agree with you, is there's, I, I would love transparency with referees, like saying, hey, I made a mistake. But as a fan, I don't think it doesn't change the outcome of the game, which sucks. No, right. But I think I think referees need to be held more accountable for I their actions. I think you gotta have a little more common sense. And like, also, like, dude, you've totally fucked up a game. Like that right. was why that was horribly why you, ref. Why are you interjecting yourself in a game with three minutes to go? Let the players decide. Let the team who's better win the game. Like, keep your nose out of it with the flag that's going to completely shift everything. And also, I mean, if the NFL is really, you know, harping on or, or fixated on, like, well, we're trying to clean up the game, what have you, do this or that, listen to commentators. Every time there's a game where ref where, where there are not a lot of flags, almost two to three times a game or, pro, or following the game, they always say, you know what they did? There wasn't a lot of flags, wasn't a lot of right. penalties called. <laughs> They let them play the game. I mean, dude, if there's like, if Ben Roethlisberger standing there for like three seconds and just, you know, TJ Watt just comes over and just cold cocks him with a tackle, that's a penalty. Yeah. But, you know, again, I, I, think, I think we've there's... said it before. Until the NFL starts listening to what its fans want, it, it's, it's always going to be this constant fucking hamster wheel of, just, you guys are fucking up yeah. what we love. And I think there's so much emphasis on penalties. It's That's not what we want to see. Like, no. I th- you know, there's, protecting, you, players protecting players is players one is thing. Great, yeah. But the just incessant penalties for no reason. Like, I feel like the guys at the professional level are looking for penalties before they happen. And then if they see some somewhat of what they're looking for, they just go for it. And I'm pretty sure that's what they're being told is like if it's close, then throw the flag, and that comes from the higher up. The refs are just dict or are refereeing the game based on how the rule book's written. I get that, but that's the issue is that these faceless people are making the game where it's not about the players on the field; it's about this 15 yard unsportsmanlike that's going to shift the it's entire such bullshit, game. Bullshit, man! It's such bullshit. It's so just- I mean. The Bears still had a chance to win that game. Justin Fields went down. Through all that bullshit, Justin Fields still uh, went down and had a game, potential game-winning drive. They scored a touchdown, and I'm very excited about the growth that I've seen in Fields as a Bears fan. Yeah. Really, the result of the game, I just, I hate that taunting became such a big part of it. That's what pissed me off, but the actual loss, like, doesn't matter to me that much. This team's not going anywhere, but... As long as Justin Fields is playing better each week, like we saw, um, then I'm good. But as a fan, you want to see football. You want to watch a football game. I don't want to watch Tony Crenty, you know, stand up for the morals of the world. Like that's not what football is about. Why does Can that you imagine matter? if 
Ray Lewis or Sean Taylor or Ed Reed had played in this era and they had made, you know, a hit over the middle or something and they're pumping their fists and that's a penalty. Why do I want to watch that? It's honestly worse. It's worse at the NFL level than it is at college, but I mean, you're taking away. I see I see next year them being like, "All right, the taunting thing was too much because it is." Like you're now you're dictating results of games. Well, and I, I agree. It, it, I, 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 like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm very much in the mindset of I think the NFL needs to start listening to its fans more, and because you and I are just two people talking about sports, but you and I know fifteen other people that agree with us. Oh, and we know thousand, fifteen million. We know two people that won't agree with us. You know, I mean, yeah. like it's just, I don't know. Again, it, the. Sports are there for fans, Mm -hmm. and when you don't listen to what we like or dislike about the game, is is what turns it into a shit show. And at the end of the day, it's a game that's supposed to be fun. Like Cassius Marsh doing that on the field had I had no problem with it. And also, too, neither did the Steelers, by the way. Also, with that being said, I mean, you heard it in the video when we were just watching it. The guy just got promoted from the fucking practice squad. It's his first game. Mm And you make a you make a game changing sack to put your team in position to win the damn game, dude. I'm gonna look. I, I'm going in on Monday morning after that game, going. All right, we need to redo my contract because look what I can do for your yeah. team. I mean, dude, you have all the emotions in the world. This guy's been playing for since I don't even know. He could be playing since he was two years old, and he's he's never been on this kind of stage before. And you're gonna take that away from. And they took the fucking sack away and from him. And they took the sack away. And I had a pop warning. I'm almost crying because that, it's like, I'm so exactly, passionate about passion, it. It's the passion. Bullshit. Well, that's what he's got too. That's what I got. Yeah. That's what pissed me off. Put me in a fit of rage <laughs> in 0.2 seconds. <laughs> um, but I had a pop warning coach that used to say, gentlemen, it ain't ping pong. That's like, this game is different than any other game. There's so much emotion poured into it. And for the NFL and the refs to try to take that away is despicable. All right. So, <laughs> you know, we just had a little argument on who's going to start this off, but I guess I'll do it. Um, <laughs> you know, we'll just, I'm just going to rattle them off and we'll kind of dive into each game, if you will. Um, but what we want to go into is essentially, you know, look, let's put it this way the Bears and Steelers game, we were upset with the referees. And then there's the NFL and the broader well, spectrum. The, the, the personal relationship I have to the Bears, look, that had to be discussed. Yeah, of course. That was an attack on me, my family, and my family's family. <laughs> but, um, you know, just some big upsets over the weekend. I mean, for me, the biggest one for myself was Jags over the Bills. Let's just start there. Yeah, go Let's, ahead, because this is a fucking I, shit show. This really confused me. Thank because, you. Because, look, the Jags' defense literally just flummoxed uh Josh Allen and I've never actually seen that since his rookie year but what I read is that they basically were in too high safety the entire game and that took away the deep ball for the Bills and really he just I just kept waiting for the Bills to like all right here's where they're gonna go ahead all right here's where they're gonna Mm -hmm. score a touchdown it just never happened and the Jaguars offense did nothing for them but the (laughs) Jaguars defense was forcing turnovers like I said they're funneling the Bills' offense toward, you know, smaller yardage play. So that explosive, uh, you know, like 50-yard bombs we're used to seeing, like that just wasn't a part of the offense that game. 
And the Bills looked completely outmatched versus a team who I thought had zero chance in that game. And it makes me question the Bills going forward if they're truly the AFC favorite. I agree with you. I, they're, the way the Jags just, what their defense did, like you said, the first thing I noticed was it took away that deep ball. And also, I think it, it, it showed the weaknesses of the Bills' offense, which is running and short passing. Yeah. I will say, right. you know, like, short passing yards is uh, Bills didn't have their starting tight end. Right. So that's, I mean, that's, there's one asset on their offense right there, gone, boom. You're, you, I mean, uh, what is his name? Dustin Knox, I believe. Or Dawson Knox. Dawson yeah. Knox. I mean, that's, that's Josh Allen's kind of like, you know, it's like uh, L. Uh, excuse me, um, Antonio Gates with Philip Rivers. Like that's your safety net. You know, that right there, boom. You got your ten to fifteen yard passes gone. That's out right there, because their backup is not good. Um, number two, I don't think the Bills have a very strong running game. I think Devin Singletary is. I think that was exposed. And that's that's what I've, you know, I, I call myself a bastardized Bills fan because I do like the Bills a lot, but. What I've noticed with their offense is their running game is weak. Mm-hmm. And Jacksonville showed the world that, hey, if you protect against the deep ball, which they have, mm-hmm. you got to figure it out. Because then now Josh Allen's leaning on himself to be like, okay, I either give it to Singletary or their other running back or I run it. And, dude, you can't – Josh can't run that much to win a Super Bowl, you know. Yeah. It's – but look, I think you got to give credit to the Jags' game plan. Yeah, and, um, nine you know, to team, six, right? Yeah, a team who's one and six going into that game hadn't won a game at home in God knows how long to take it to one of the best teams supposedly in the AFC. I mean, you got to give credit there. But I'm just now it's like where do the Bills go? Do they recover from this or do they kind of stay stagnant? Five and three, Patriots right next to them. I don't know. I agree. I mean, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, and then as we float into another game. This was bizarre. This was fucking <laughs> odd, man. And it's Broncos over Cowboys. I mean, let and me hear so, your opinion on it. Uh, uh, this, week, uh, this week Whoa. was, yeah. Well, this week was just one of those weeks in the NFL that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I you completely got, agree. You the Jaguars beating the Bills, Broncos beating the Cowboys, Giants beating the Raiders. I mean, AFC teams going 7-1 and one against the NFC teams, which I thought going into the week, the NFC teams were the better, you know, positioned teams. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's one of yeah. those, like, yes. and it's right in the mid midway point of the season where, like, teams are starting to figure out who they are and such. So yes. a lot of teams that we thought, or I thought, that were no good came to play on Sunday. And the Broncos going into Dallas, I thought, absolutely no- it's going to be a Dallas, you know, Dak I comes Dallas back. I Dallas to win. Yeah. Then. Dak comes back party. They're going to win like 35-7. Broncos have no offense. That was my uh, my theory. And that couldn't have been further from the truth. I mean, it was wild. The Broncos jumped on their necks early defensively. Mm-hmm. And then Teddy Bridgewater is just chucking the ball downfield. It was 30 to nothing at one point, Denver. Completely shocking. The game ends 30-16 basically on some garbage touchdowns and two-point conversions. But really, it was an ass-whipping of the Broncos over the Cowboys. And I don't think there was really one aspect that you were like, oh, that's why they won. I think it was just one team beating the shit out of another team. And 
maybe overconfidence from the Cowboys being, you know, on a six-game win streak, but that was a piece of humble pie for sure. I agree. I think, you know, going into that game, I, I thought the exact same thing as you. It was like, all right, Dak's coming back. Like, you know, it's the Broncos. Who who are the Broncos? It should be an, e- <laughs> it should be an easy win. And, you know, when I saw that they were up 30-0, to zero, I'm going, what? What's going on? What are they drinking over there in uh, you know Denver land? What's going on? <laughs> and you know I, I, you know what, Dak was out what two weeks right mm-hmm. with a bye. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not all into Dak, so I I was like, eh, fuck it, you know, who really cares about him? I I mean I've been like that ever since we started Hard Knocks, you know, <laughs> right? I mean, just I don't know. I I I think the Cowboy. I, I like you said overconfidence. I I think maybe just, I think the Broncos wanted it more. I mean, definitely wanted y- it. More. You know, I I like so. I guess one part of football that we should talk about is sometimes if you're a team that just comes in completely prepared and executes as you're supposed to, then you're gonna win that. And that sounds so simple, but sometimes you're just not. so on point <laughs> yeah. with everything that you're doing. It doesn't even matter what the other team is doing. And I think that's exactly what happened with the Broncos. They just Every deep ball was caught. Every opportunity they had for a turnover, they got the, you know, there was like three picks in there. I mean, they just took it to them. And there's times in the NFL where this happens. Just yeah. And, and it like you said, it always kind of comes around where that turn, turn towards the end of the season starts coming into play where teams are just like, hey, these guys are firing right now. Like, this game could set the Broncos up for yeah. the rest of their season. Um, and it just happens. And it's really... Like you said, yeah. sometimes you're just sitting on all cylinders for a, it could just be a game. Right, I was just about to say that could be the best game the Broncos play all year. Yeah, but they, you know, they still get that W. Um, and then you know the Giants over the Raiders, which I kind of saw that coming just because of everything the Raiders had going on. Good lord, I don't know how you deal with something like Henry Ruggs like emotionally if you're his teammate and you got to go on a plane and. Well, now you prepare also... for football and like just try to get back to football, but you know, like there's a lot of more serious shit going on. That's tough. Yeah, I mean, look, I think it was yesterday or today where they they the Raiders just cut one of their wide receiver because he was. Oh, uh, he's a corner, but yes, another he's, guy. Yeah, he was so like brandishing a gun on a video saying yeah. he's gonna kill people. I mean, what the fuck's going on in Vegas? <laughs> but yeah, see, that's. There's a lot of behind the scenes going on yeah. there, so you could I could understand why you know everybody's not fully you know they're human. I mean shit. If there's some yeah, real man. shit going on, football becomes kind of a secondary thought, oh, yeah. even if it is uh, your profession. But uh, even so, the game was close. The Giants just kind of made plays and they had to pick six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was uh, massive. Um, and you know it's hard to play on the road. So if you got all that shit going on and you got to fly across the country. I'm not that surprised at that, but no. I, the Raiders on paper are a better team than the Giants. But uh, the circumstances considered, the Giants took advantage of it. I agree. I think it was just kind of a... Yeah. I, I think that's really it. On it's that also the Raiders and the Giants. Who really gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then the last one, I wasn't... No, it is an upset. That is definitely an upset. It's actually. a huge upset. The, the Titans beating the Rams on Sunday Night Football in L.A., Post Derrick Henry mess, which I we had both talked about, probably the collapse of that team, which still might be the case, but the initial response of that team is 
we're going to find a way to continue winning. Now maybe it's defensively where you're going to be top five in the NFL, or we need to be top five in the NFL. And then... Um, this game made me hate Ryan Tannehill even more than I hate him now. But yeah, the offense is still... I think they're, Tannehill did make some good throws, but the running back situation obviously is like completely different now. And it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see going forward what they do. But the fact that they came into L.A. to beat a Rams team with a great defense, it, it, it told me the Titans are a little better than I gave them credit for without Derrick Henry. I agree with you. I think what – I don't know what was going on with Matthew Stafford, but, man, yeah. the poor guy looked drunk, man. I don't know what was going on. I mean <laughs> – he had what? You said like two picks. He had a pick, pick six. six. I mean, come on, man. Damn near two pick sixes. Yeah, I don't... I mean, the pick six, the first pick six that he... Well, the only pick six that he got. But that pick six that he got, I mean, dude, if you look at it, I could see where he threw it and that corner just sliding up and grabbing it. I a mean, phenomenal play. Buddy. Dude, that was a great that play. Corner, I mean, buddy. if I'm the quarterback, I'm going, God damn it. I mean, I put it in the right spot. He just read it right. He, immediately read it, went for it. I mean, he did everything perfect. And then a fully extended pick. It was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. As a DB myself back in the day. Yeah, and you know me. <laughs> I love defense. I mean, I, that yeah. when I saw that, I was watching it with a bunch of people. They're like, oh, what the fuck? Why did he throw that? I go, he threw it to an open receiver and the corner made a play. What, right. what more do you want? That's the NFL. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is that the entire panel of NBC football had picked the Rams over the Titans. Thinking I picked the Rams. Just, as way, just the same way we did. Yeah. But in the same way that, you know, we hate the taunting side of things and that's taking away from the game, the reason the NFL is so great is because there's weeks like this where nothing makes sense yeah. and everything you thought you knew is incorrect yeah. for that week. Or beyond. Yeah, but, now weeks to come, we're like, fuck, okay, well... Yeah, well, didn't Jacksonville beat Buffalo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit, are they going to beat the Falcons? Like, yeah, it's... Becomes... Fu- and, and let me tell you, it fucks Vegas up, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of opportunity to get some uh, solid money that week if you had the stones to take yeah. these teams in a parlay. My God. You could probably get, like, a hundred grand in that. I think it was actually, like, six hundred grand you could get yeah. for it. Well, it's, if you bet on all the underdogs last week, you'd be a happy camper. Oh, yeah. But, um, no, it was exciting football regardless. And when weird shit happens, it almost makes it better. Moving forward to the NFL. You, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Or, whoa, from the NFL. Because I, you know, I've, I've said my piece about the Bears. I'm still upset. I'll, maybe I'll be upset for weeks. Who knows? That's my cross. If it happens again, you're going to, yeah. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, oh boy. We may not I have just, sports banter right. ever again. <laughs> the TV's in jeopardy, that's for sure. That's right. But going into college hoops which one of my favorite sports, which we'll be covering. Uh, it's back. Tonight is actually game one nationwide. So we got Duke, Kentucky, uh, Michigan State, Kansas. So those are some quality big games to start the year. But our personal team, San Diego State, takes on somebody horrible. And that's usually how we start, and that's okay. Yeah, I can't remember but who it was. I'm a big San Diego State Essex basketball guy. Mm-hmm. Um We've kind of came onto the scene through the Kawhi Leonard, you know, glow up, if you will. Ooh. And every year we get, we're, we're never ranked at the beginning of the year for some reason. And then every year we end up ranked and we go on a nice little win streak usually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're a team to be feared. So, I don't know. What, what do you uh, attribute 
your well, allegiance to when, senior state <laughs> basketball. <laughs> well, when you you know you put it on the uh, topics, uh, the agenda, if you will, for today. Um, the first thing I thought of was like, oh shit, basketball's back. That's quick. Um, yeah. You know, I've made my, I've put my comments out there as basketball is fucking forever and football's not long enough. What more can I tell you? <laughs> and you know, with San Diego State, I was introduced to San Diego State probably very much like you were at a really young age, you know, yep. casually going to games, especially, I mean, my dad and I would casually go to USD and SDSU games almost every other week, which is, you know, just, it's nice to get in those games and that's what draws mm-hmm. me towards SDSU. I agree the whole fucking non-rank thing, like, happens you know every what? year. I like it yeah. because you know what, we give everyone else the middle <laughs> right. finger and say, hey, we're here to play. Yeah. Um, you will rank us. Eventually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're not ranked now, but let's see at the end of the season. Right. And then tell me where those teams that are ranked, tell me where they're at. Because yeah. they, yeah. they can fuck off. Um, <laughs> but, again, you know, San Diego State, again, I don't I don't follow basketball as religiously as you do. I'm a casual basketball fan. Correct. Um, but I'm excited for the season. I know that there's a lot of, you know, around every season, there's a lot of hype around San Diego State to do there's well. There's a lot and of energy in that arena. Yeah. Definitely going to try to attend a, as many games as I can. Usually I try to get a few in. Um, Mountain West play is usually pretty competitive and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you know, we never truly know at the beginning of the year what type of team San Diego State is going to be. I agree. We always get the a solid group of transfers coming in. So this year we got Matt Bradley as our key guy from Cal. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I don't know shit about him, but I do know that transfers kind of run the ship as in the San Diego state program. And, um, I could be wrong, but I think he has like, I don't know. I'm not going (laughs) to, he's just got a lot of points for Cal, I guess, or something like that. I don't know. No, He's a great player. Yeah. And we're, you know, I'm happy that we have him, but this year kind of, what I'm looking forward to, because you know, there's hopefully we get on a nice little run yeah. with these unranked opponents at, uh, at the beginning of the year, and then we take on Michigan, who's number six at Michigan mm-hmm. in December. So, assuming in my head, if we go on a nice little run at the beginning, and we got Dutcher coming back as a coach, uh, that's going to be, you know, a make or break game for this team to see where the expectations are going to be. If we can go into Michigan and win that game, I mean, instantly it becomes like, okay, are we going to be a Kawhi Leonard-type team or a team in the past that's won, you know, 25-plus games and we're going to be like a two-seed in the tourney? That's going to be the vibe if we beat Michigan. If we don't, then it's going to be, well, can we win the conference and then just get back in the dance and yeah. see what happens? It's going to be a lot, you know, it's a lot different vibes and there's a lot of games in between, but that's the excitement you have going into an Aztec season is who are we going to be end up watching yeah I mean I think you know for when it comes to basketball again I'm I'm a I'm a fickle fan if you will um but as basketball progresses and you and you get those you know there's a lot more games so you get those little like drive it's like baseball Mm -hmm. you know those little like all right hey we're here we're here we're here hey we're night we're on a nice little run here let's keep it up let's keep it up injuries are low you know all right now we're getting into, you know, a lot more ranked games where, hey, these guys are number two and we're number, you know, we're not even ranked yet, you know. <laughs> and it, it I I, I kind of like that about San Diego State, as I said I think earlier. it's kind of our identity. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly what I was about to say is just we've kind of identified as, you know what, we, 
you don't need to rank us, yeah. but we'll show you the path of yeah. how we will be ranked. Put us where you want us at the beginning, disrespect us, and we're just going to win like 18 games in a row. And yeah. you'll be forced to rank us. It's almost like the head. And it happens every year. Exactly. It's like, what, you know, hey guys, we're not going to rank San Diego yeah. State. We know they'll get in, but we'll just. <laughs> We'll put them on the yeah, side again. You know how we do this. Yeah, because we don't put them in. God forbid we get ranked. We might <laughs> right. fucking like just not win a game. You know, <laughs> right? It would change everything. Yeah, but I mean, you know, again, I won't be following it as, you know, through the blood as uh, Rick will. But um, I'm excited for the season. I'm excited to go to a couple games. I've always gone to a couple games. Via House you know? Arena in San Diego is one of the best environments you can be in uh, for a basketball game, for a college basketball game. This show. I mean, I love it. It's electric in there. I like Absolutely how close electric. you are, and it feels like you're actually oh, a yeah. part of it. You know, like, rather than being up, elevated off the game, you're like, this is where you're at. And, you know, through the years of San Diego State being a team that has been has done well and won conference championships, the excitement and fan base around the city has grown and grown and grown. That There's a lot more stuff going on around the stadium, and there's a lot more people in there, so... Um, I think as fans, as sports fans, like you, you and I yeah. are, and as huge fans of San Diego sports as we are, I think you and I hope that where San Diego State has brought in its fan base to, I mean, think about it. I would say 15, maybe 16 years ago, we mm-hmm. San Diego State was just like, all right, San Diego we State We would basketball. know about it, but other people wouldn't. No, right? and right. now it's it's vice versa. Like, okay, you yeah. and I know about it, and now there's just this this kind of upwind of mm-hmm. like, hey, this is, we know about these guys and we follow this team. And I think, you know, I, we all, I hate bringing up the Padres, but I think we <laughs> hope, we hope that that kind of blossoms into San, into the Padres. And, you know, it's right. just. Well, let's... and then San Diego State being the only basketball team in town that's has that ability to, you know, play teams like Michigan exactly. and be successful in the NCAA tournament kind of has that extra like that's why i'm a huge fan of because that's the only team that has the potential to potentially you know win a championship and that would be incredible if that time comes so i'm looking forward to this year and let's get after it episode 38 i came in hot yes i did i mean i was a little feel for fearful that i was gonna get my head I, cut off at one point. i'm glad i still had a little spitfire from yesterday because if this podcast had been directly after the podcast it probably would have just been me yelling and McArdle, you know. Crying in a corner. Just putting his hands. Relax, <laughs> relax. No, don't make me relax. You know what's crazy, too, just real quick, is I think everybody saw the Bears-Steelers game as a shitty Monday night game. Right. And I definitely did. And the fact that, it came, the fact that it came out to, I mean, it's the most talked about game yeah. right now. In right. The, in, after week, what are we, week nine in the NFL? Week nine. It was an awesome game. The officiating was horrendous. Yeah. But Justin Fields, my guy, keep improving, please, because you're giving me hope. And that's really all I want. He looks like a dragon. Or he is a dragon. He looks like a dinosaur. <laughs> I don't know. The first thing I he said He doesn't last. look like one. He is one. <laughs> uh, then just a ton of upsets last week. Jags over the Bills. Broncos over the Cowboys. Giants over the Raiders. Titans over the Rams. So anything can go down in the NFL. Week 10, we're going to start out with the Ravens at the Dolphins. And I would expect the Ravens to beat the shit out of the Dolphins. Will it happen? Who the fuck knows? I have no idea. And if that do- if the Dolphins take it to the Ravens, then we got a lot to talk about next week, too. Oh, yeah. Because that is a disgusting scene. <laughs> Who knows Good what Lord. that looks like? 
Um, and then moving into college hoops, we're back. We're back in action. San Diego State, unranked, disrespected for the 100th year in a row. And we will diligently win and win and win until we are forced to be ranked. Right, and me and Polar Bear are going to try to get down there and... Oh, that'd be a good time. Get, get a game in. There you go. You know, live broadcast from the San Diego State game. <laughs> just be me yelling at a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, and me kind of going around like, right. all right, I just, I'm his bodyguard. How, how just many leave the fuck alone. <laughs> you know, you fuck with him, there's shit going to happen. You know how it goes. But that's all for episode 38 of Sports Banter. Uh, Polar Bear, what do you have for the good people? Hey, you know... As we uh, bring up after every episode, and you know, let's keep you consistent because let's put it this way, we're consistent as well. <laughs> but again, follow us on Instagram underscore sports banter. Again, we have our link tree in our, um, you know, what is it, our biography section of uh, our Instagram page. I don't know what the fuck it's called, but it's there. <laughs> um, it's there. And, uh, you know, that brings it out to our blog also where you can listen to our podcast which again we're on apple podcast spotify anchor i think we're even on google uh, podcast as well so you know there's there's ways of listening to us so if you say some bullshit of saying well i don't know how to listen to you we got options baby all right so again you know keep us up with the consistency you know continue to interact with our page we love it we're loving it you know happy for basketball to come back it's college basketball because i like college basketball more than the nba so excellent (laughs) but for episode 38 sports banter out. out